Hi there. We welcome you to the Rush Hour podcast with Corky and B-Rush, the show. Well, we've changed things. We've compressed three hours of content into two hours, Monday through Friday, from 7 to 9 a.m. However, we're not skimping on the conversations. No, the very thing that made this podcast so popular is the thing that we're continuing. So, for the next 15 minutes or so, enjoy the latest podcast on the Rush Hour Morning Show with Corky and B-Rush. Good morning. We welcome you to the Rush Hour Morning Show on AM 1450, 101.1 FM, WGNC, Gastonia, Charlotte. Those of you streaming online, WGNCRadio.com. Many of you sure to be streaming this morning. So glad you're here on National Girls and Women's in Sports Day. Let's get after it. So glad you could be here on this Wednesday morning. National Girls and Women in Sports Day. Celebrated on the 7th of February. Where we take an opportunity to celebrate women in sports. And at the same time, one of the things that I'm very keen on, which is part of why we're making this a focal point of the show this particular Wednesday morning is giving women and girls that are tuning in a window into the myriad opportunities that are in sports. Opportunities that, to be quite honest with you, you don't even necessarily think about. Well, hopefully, today, when we're done with this show, We'll get to all the scores. We'll break down games and all that stuff like we normally do. But we'll have a couple of really good guests on today. One just really kind of starting out her career in sports. She's been playing for quite some time. And she's getting ready to embark in her first campaign at the college level. Talking about Betsy Eatman. Last year won a state championship with East Lincoln. The Mustangs went to UNCG, ironically enough, and won the state championship there. Betsy now playing at UNCG. They'll embark on their first weekend of the softball season at home. Where we'll talk about the Spartans for just a little bit. We'll talk about what her time's been like. She was part of our graduate series that we did over the summertime before we embarked into the massive coverage we gave high school football, and for good reason. Betsy Eatman will be on the show. And then one of our favorites here on the Rush Hour Morning Show. The reality is if you're looking for someone, like straight up, a, 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 a hero in the industry of college athletics, and, I, and I, I'm not joking, Someone that you can literally look at what she's been able to do coming from the state of Wisconsin, 
playing college basketball at Coker, which is in Hartsville, South Carolina, part of the Carolina-Virginia Athletic Conference at the time, now known as Conference Carolinas, getting involved in coaching, getting involved in everything that Katie Pate has gotten into. We'll have her on today. The last time we spoke to her, she was at Appalachian State. She has now moved on to George Mason University in Fairfax, Virginia. And we'll get a chance to talk about what she's doing at George Mason University at 740. And really, the opportunities that exist for people at a place in college athletics, particularly George Mason University, Appalachian State, Longwood University, University of South Carolina, Upstate, Georgia State, Marshall, Lenore Ryan University, so many different locales that she's been able to be a player, a coach, an administrator, working with foundations. I mean, she really has covered it all in college athletics, and we'll have a chance to speak to her at 7.40 this morning. So let's go ahead and get right to it because we do have quite a bit to cover. The NHL resumed action last night. The Carolina Hurricanes fall to the Vancouver Canucks 3-2. In the NBA, the Charlotte Hornets back at it tonight against Toronto. So we'll move from that. Of course, today at 2 o'clock, Caramont Health Stadium, there's going to be an announcement made, presumably a new team name. I was watching Queen City News early this morning. They're talking about the possibility of a new team name. Obviously, there wouldn't be a team name if there weren't a new ownership group. Ironically enough, news coming out now that the old ownership group believes that they should be the ones with the right to sell the team, and they take the proceeds. Yes, I just said that. But whatever the case, 2 o'clock, Caremont Health Park, I'm going to be there. We'll talk about it tomorrow. And most importantly, after the press conference, I'll be trying to arrange to have a conversation with somebody on the show tomorrow from this new ownership group. Now, at this point, there's no telling how many people from the old regime, the, the old office, the office setting there, and I mean the totality, everybody from ticket takers to concession workers to folks that worked in the front office, there's no telling who all could be back, and more importantly, who all might not be back. A lot of that is still up in the air right now. But we'll get a little closer into being able to tell you some of the principles that will be back for next year on tomorrow's Rush Hour Morning Show. So be looking for that. Good to know. Let's move on. Let's talk about some college basketball. 
Quite a few top 25 teams involved in action last night. One in particular that you're going to want to hear about, the Carolina Tar Heels. The North Carolina Tar Heels took on Clemson last night. And of course, for the longest time, I mean, it became a, it became a punchline. Clemson could not win in Chapel Hill in basketball until finally it did. Now, if I recall, and I think social media kind of jumped on this a little bit overnight, the last time that Clemson beat North Carolina, a month later, the world shut down with COVID. I hope and pray that <laughs> let's please not go back there. Clemson last night beats North Carolina 80-76. to I've got to confess, it's a great win for Brad Brownell. And it begs the question. I mean, it, it honestly begs the question. Obviously, beating Duke's a big deal. Okay? But I've got a question for you. How many losses surrounding the Duke game make the Duke win null and void? So, for instance... Would you feel better, Carolina fan, if you'd beaten Clemson like you should have and lost to Duke? Now, if I would have asked you this question, oh, say around 9 o'clock on Saturday, you'd have said it won't matter, we're going to beat Clemson. But here we are. So the question begs, would you have rather beaten Clemson, a team that you should have beaten, and lost to Duke, or are you okay with where it is? Because don't forget, just ahead of the Duke game, you lost to Georgia Tech in Atlanta. Did beating Duke do any good if you're going to lose it on the road to Georgia Tech and lose it home to Clemson? Just asking. And for all of you Clemson detractors out there, how many of those close losses, that let's be honest with you, Clemson really can't afford to lose. The margins are just too thin. And, again, kind of talk about this narrative, why Clemson doesn't get a lot of credit in the ACC. What's this win do? How many of those losses are negated by beating Carolina last night on the road? And is this, assuming that Clemson finishes out the way that you would expect they win the games they should. They go into the tournament, do what you would expect them to do. Is this win enough if they follow suit, if they just run the course of winning games that they should win? Is that enough to get them into the tournament? I, I don't know. I can't imagine, but it's an awfully good start. Because, again, as we talked about the other day on the show, the last 10 games of the season, the committee looks at that. I believe... This is going to be one of the last 10 games in the season. February is something they keep a close eye on. This is a good start to February for the Clemson Tigers. It's a good win. We'll see how it carries them through. UConn last night, number one in the country, beat Butler 71-62. Houston got past Oklahoma State 
79-63. Baylor at home beat Texas Tech. Baylor was 13. Texas Tech 23. It was a 79-73 win for the Bears. Iowa State beat Texas 70-65. Iowa State, number 14 in the country, wins on the road in Austin against the Longhorns. South Carolina, 15th in the country. Have you been paying attention to the Gamecocks? You should. They beat Ole Miss in Columbia last night, 68-65. Is this the team to jump on the bandwagon? Is this the club that from this area makes a run? If you haven't been paying attention, you may want to start. This is a pretty good basketball team. Kentucky last night beat Vanderbilt 109-77. The Wildcats back to 17 nationally. Dayton at 18 beat St. Joseph's 94-79. BYU on the road, ranked 21st in the country, falls to Oklahoma 82-66. Utah State loses at home. Utah State, the Aggies, ranked 22 in the country, falls to Nevada 77-63. San Diego State 24th in the country, beats Air Force 77-64. And New Mexico, 25th in the country, beats Wyoming 91-73. ACC scores from last night. Wake Forest pummeled Georgia Tech in Atlanta 80-51. Florida State snuck by Boston College 63-62. And then, last night for the Charlotte 49ers, the eight-game win streak comes to a close on the road in Tampa against South Florida. Now, I got home very late last night, way later than I probably needed to, given the fact that I went to a ball game seven minutes down the road from my house. I didn't get in until about 10.15. And usually... This kid's been in bed and asleep for a while. Well, I didn't get that pleasure last night. Had to turn in a little later and actually was listening to the later stages of the Charlotte 49ers game before I passed out. At the time, the 49ers had a 13-point advantage, 63-50, to 50, over South Florida. Well, South Florida made a run. Amir Abdurrahim. I'm telling you folks right now, you need to remember that name. He's going to be, should be, on course to be, one of the next big things in college coaching. Look, Coach Fern in Charlotte has done a phenomenal job. Things have gone immensely well for the 49ers this year. Plenty to be happy for. Plenty to be proud of. They're in a good trajectory right now. South Florida, maybe even a bigger story nationally than Charlotte. South Florida's had some really, really lean years. They hired Amir Abdurrahim from Kennesaw State after Kennesaw State made their tournament run last year, and these Bulls are poised 
to make the tournament themselves as they now have the upper hand on the Charlotte 49ers having beaten them last night. Charlotte falls to 8-2 and two in American athletic play, which again is not a problem. If you move on from this one and you don't let anything multiply as far as the, the bad feelings or whatever, the inability to close at the end because this is a South Florida team that finished the game on a 22-6 run. It might have been a 25-6 run. I'm still trying to clarify that. What I'm saying is, is they finished up strongly, the 49ers not so much. But they get Temple next. Again, that's a game they should absolutely win. Big South Conference play tonight. The Winthrop Eagles back inside the Winthrop Coliseum tonight against Charleston Southern. Upstate's going to go to Farmville to take on Longwood. Gardner-Webb will take on Presbyterian College. And the feature game of the night in the Big South Conference, the Bulldogs and the Panthers, 6.30 on ESPN Plus from the Kimmel Arena as the Bulldogs with an opportunity to take down the Panthers. And if they don't do it here, the Panthers have a real opportunity of running the table in this league, which is so very difficult to do. We come back on the other side of the break. Corky Franks will join me at 7.40. Katie Pate at 8 o'clock. At 8 o'clock, we're going to talk about Gastonia baseball. What are some of the things that we're going to see at the press conference today? Are there any surprises? We'll talk about that a little bit at 8 o'clock. At 8.20, Betsy Eatman will talk about her experience that she's getting ready to dive into her freshman season at UNCG. And then at 8.40, we'll go over some of the high school basketball from last night because it was a bizarro world in high school basketball last night. All that as we continue on this Wednesday morning on this National Girls and Women's in Sports Day here on the Rush Hour Morning Show. We'll be back in just a bit. Trying to sell your home can be challenging, but that does not mean it has to be hard. With the higher interest rates, you may see fewer showings, fewer offers, and more negotiations. This is where your agent really matters. Being Gaston County's realtor of choice for 37 years and a top agent at Allen Tate Realtors, John R. Bolin can assist you with your real estate needs, whether you're buying or selling your home. If you're seeking great service with one who is known for honesty and integrity, do not hesitate to call John R. Bolin at Allen Tate Realtors. That's 704-214-3088. 704-214-3088. John R. Bolin of Allen Tate Realtors. Belmont Body Work is here to keep your body moving, offering sports and deep tissue massage to those who are pushing their bodies to the limit, tailored massage to your body needs, and treatment plans designed to help you feel your best. Call 980-477-5424 to schedule your massage with Belmont Body Work. 980-477-5424. Keep your body moving with Belmont Body Work. 980-477-5424. Thank you. 
Hi, folks. This is Brian Rushing of the Rush Hour Morning Show. Have you heard the news? We're moving three hours of hyper-local sports talk and the best conversations to two hours, Monday through Friday, from 7 to 9 a.m. On the home of news, talk, and sports, AM 1450 and 101.1 FM, Gastonia, Charlotte, and streaming online at WGNCRadio.com. It's the Rush Hour Morning Show every Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. I have a question for you. Do you remember this song? How sweet it is to be loved by you. Okay, let's think about this. Why is it that everyone remembers hundreds of songs almost note by note they never set out to memorize? That's the power of a sticky. When you hear a song or maybe a good advertising message for some frequency week after week for about six months, it gets in your long-term memory, even when you don't intend it to. You remember because you heard it. That's why radio is a sticky advertising medium. You can't hear a newspaper billboard or Facebook ad. Okay, TV has the power of sound too, but advertising Advertising on TV week after week can be very expensive. With radio, you can afford to get sticky. Then someone in the market of what you have to sell, hopefully they will remember you if you want them to. Take advantage of radio, the power of sound. The 704 Sports Academy is a baseball and softball training facility committed to the total development of the athlete. Owner Weston Lawing invites you to learn from qualified instructors that focus on your ability to compete with freedom. Find Weston on Facebook, Instagram, and online at 704sportsacademy.com. The 704 Sports Academy, 704-734-7431. That's 704-734-7431. Back here on the Rush Hour Morning Show on this Wednesday morning. Celebrating National Girls and Women in Sports Day today. So we'll have Katie Pate on at 740 from James George Mason University. George Mason University. And then Betsy Eatman from UNCG coming up at 820. Should be a fun show today. Should be a fun week of shows. I've got them mapped out here to my left, and maybe later on in our final segment we can talk about it with this guy. Corky Franks, good morning. What's up, baby? How you been? Got a look of shock over here. Something okay. happened. Lost power. You lost power? No, no, I got plenty of power. My computer lost power. Oh, okay. What happened? I suck it went blank. No, that's not good. I like that look on my face right now. <laughs> well, that was a blank expression. Yeah, that sucker went out. What happened? You sabotaged me? I most assuredly did not. Did, Let's see here. did you hit the power button? It was on. It just went away. I understand that. Did you hit the power button? I ain't touched nothing. Well, maybe you should. Oh, you said do it now. Correct. Yes. Nothing. 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 We'll figure it out. 
No big okay. deal. I got something to show you, baby. Okay. I had a feeling that you might because you kind of gave me the heads up about it yesterday. Check this out. Is that not that? sweet? Look, Look at, at that. Thing. Tell them what Look it is. That. That's so nice. Is that not amazing? And this one's been around the block a time or two. Yeah, that's legit. This is, okay. Dude, that's, that's legit. That's no replica from, from the Knights. No, 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 no. There's, no, that's legit. Yeah. I mean, like, this is... That's actually burned in. That's what I'm saying, dude. Yeah. wonder what year that's from. Uh, fair to say. Um, I would say around 80. Yeah. It's pretty nice, isn't it? I mean, we're talking 44 years, and it's held up well. It looks brand new, don't it? It really does. Tell them what it is. It is a miniature bat. Uh-huh. Of the former double-A affiliate uh -huh. of the Baltimore Orioles, what we would call the Charlotte O's around here, who played their baseball at one time at Crockett Park. Yeah. Before the joint burned down. Dude, that's in really good shape, isn't it? It really is. I mean, that's, I think I, I paid 17 bucks for that thing. That's it. Yeah, that's real nice fine. Real nice fine for the studio, B-Rush. Yes, that'll, that'll go great in the museum. You know, I was talking to a pop culture museum. <laughs> I was talking to uh, someone this morning about, I need some new goals. New goals? Yeah. And then I, then I happened to think, I got a pretty good challenge yesterday. And I, you know, I'm, I'm going to dial in on that one. You know what the challenge was? You said you wanted Greg Olson on the show, didn't you? <laughs> I, I did. Yeah. I did. That so, was see we can make it happen. Well, here's here's another one. And I think this one is somebody that we can have on. I don't know where you got that book from. Okay? Yeah. He would be great to have on the show. Don't we have his number? If we do, I don't know it. I thought we got I thought, I thought we have his number. I knew where to track it down. Like he's on he's on WBT every Wednesday. I'm pretty sure. We have his number here somewhere. So how did you come across that book? Uh, some, one of my kids brought it home. Really? Yeah. Somebody gave it to one of them for me. Yeah. Matt Doherty, Rebound from Pain to Passion. Yep. You like him? I do. Say he's on WBT. He's on WBT. Brett Winterbull has a show from 3 to 7. Monday through Friday. He is, um, Brett Winterbull, earlier in his life, actually worked with Rush, which um, is enough to make me jealous, like ridiculously jealous. Um, and so Matt Doherty. Hey, we got power. Okay. Matt Doherty comes on every Wednesday to spend some time with Brett Winterbull. Um, they talk politics, obviously. But when, when Matt's there, he actually – Spends more time talking about leadership and coaching people, which is um, some really good stuff. Um, another day, I've got a story to tell about Matt Doherty. Uh, he spent some time on Modena Street. Did he really? A long, long time ago. Really? A very unusual story. Who was he? Uh, was he playing for somebody? No, he was. He was there at a clinic. Huh. And there was a very unusual interaction with some snarky kid that lived on Modena Street and Matt Doherty. So that we'll we'll cover that story another day. Somebody's trying to outbid me on something here. Okay. 
I don't like that, B-Rush. Just pulls the number up. Well, yeah. No, here was, here's what you do. There's five days left in the eBay auction, so I'll just wait till the last minute. If you want it badly <laughs> enough, sure. That's, that's how you do it, right? Yeah. If you, you ain't going to outsmart me on eBay. Figure, I, I don't figure this thing out. You ever get on there? Very rarely. Very rarely. Again, I'm I'm not, as we uncovered yesterday, I'm not really the type to splurge, yeah. per se. Um, a, a $17 mini bat from back in the day, probably not really one of those things I pursue all that greatly. For 17 bucks, you that tight? Look, I've got mini bats laying around all over the house. You know where they are? Where? In the attic? They're in boxes. Never to be really have anything done with them. For, Look, for, I, I don't I don't have a museum. Make one. You got 15 rooms in that place you live in? I'm pretty Look, sure that's not true, but... How many rooms is in that sucker? 12? N- no, it's not... It's, it's got to be three, four, five, six. It's got to be eight rooms, at least. Okay, I'm doing... I'm literally doing the math. One, two, three... Four. Yeah, keep adding, baby. Get that calculator out. Are we including the bathrooms? Yeah. Seven and a half. Okay. Seven and a half rooms in the house. Okay. We, you can't you turn one of them into a museum or an office? Oh, I've turned it into an office. Well, put, make it your museum slash office. Mm. What's wrong with that? See, I'm not, I'm not much. You scared of, of Janine? Yes. Really? A little bit, yeah. Really? And yeah. Why? Because I don't want to mess with the, look. She I, shouldn't get mad at you for putting well, her hold, stuff hold on. out. Two different things. Didn't say she was going to get mad at me. But I know better than to really try to wreck with the decor. Yeah. Especially on National Girl and Women's in Sports Day. I can tell you how to solve I, I that do, problem. I, I, do not, <laughs> I do not need to mess with the decor in a home. Look, I've, I've probably already wrecked one room to the point to where if she were being honest, Probably not a like cup of tea, okay. But she tolerates me, which is why she's phenomenal. So, yeah, this is. A, remember the podcast numbers I told you yesterday? Okay, for the day before, sure. Similar for yesterday. Good. More, more than yesterday was a bigger day than Monday. Fantastic. Insanity. It's insanity. I like that. Yeah, I do too. If you can get me those numbers, I've got some places to go with them today. Okay. So, okay, I'll get them during the break. I, I definitely need to get my hands on those. Okay. Because I'm going to be bouncing around Gastonia in vicinity uh, before the press conference today at 2 o'clock. Okay. So. I mean, we're, we're probably going to be about, uh, what was our goal when we started? 1,000 a month? Yeah. I, I, yeah. I 1,000 downloads. Yeah, 1,000 downloads a month. We can probably take that to market in some form or fashion. Because we didn't know. We didn't know. We didn't know what numbers we needed. We didn't know where this was going to go. No clue. Well, we're looking at four times that now a month. <laughs> that's pretty good. I'm okay with that. That's pretty good growth, isn't it? That's not bad. That'll pretty good growth it, in a year, B-Rush. That'll get it done. That'll get her done, won't it? Yep. Yeah, that's good. I like it. We all grow together, man. I like that. Sure. You uh, you ain't talked about any upcoming guests yet, have you? Yes. Got? Okay. I guess I missed that part. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. Katie Pate. Is on at 7:40. Since we're celebrating National Girls and Women in Sports Day, if there's anybody that has done virtually everything there is to do in college athletics, it's her. It's her. Just got her a new gig. 
Got her a new what was gig. That, a couple months ago? No, I think this was literally a month ago. I think she may have started right at the beginning of the year. Fair, Fairfax, Virginia, George Mason University. I wonder what I wonder what made her uh oh get a text here. Game worn guest on your Rangers jersey. Size forty four. That one's been sitting out there a while. Yeah, I seen it. Yeah, I saw yeah. it. I saw it yesterday. We already have one here in the studio. Somewhere. Yeah. You've got the gray model, I think. Yeah, it's right behind you. Yeah. Sitting there looking so at it. So I don't spend a lot of time looking back there. No, you, you looked to your left yesterday, oh, I but looked, fell out of the chair. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, I did. So, yep. Katie Pate will be on. Betsy Eatman's going to be on at 820. The 840 I went for yesterday, we're not able to work out, but we will see what we were trying to make the 840 a little bit later on today. You know, I wonder what, I wonder what made Katie switch jobs. Cash and creative, like everybody else. More opportunity, a little bit more that's, money. That's a pretty good synopsis. Yeah. Good for her. This is... Listen, dude, that's what I was telling Brittany. You know, she got her master's at Brevard, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, loved that place. I think she's going back this weekend to hang out with some of her uh, old girlfriends, ball players. Okay. And, uh, but that's what I was telling her, man. In this world, Brian, if you're, if you're a female, okay, and you're assertive, and you're confident, and that's a big thing, right? Assertive, confident, respectful, team player, all that good stuff, what you look for in a great teammate, dude, you can make it doing anything in this world, can't you? There's no, there's no limit, dude. There's absolutely no limit. Well, in, in Katie Pate's that story, I yeah. mean, played college basketball at Coker uh, down in Hartsville, South Carolina, a Division II school. Um, again, wasn't necessarily going to do she wasn't going to spend her life playing professionally overseas or anything. That wasn't even part of her MO really. Yeah. But she got into coaching, continued to move up the ladder, ultimately became a head coach. One of the really respected coaches in her time and then decided just to shift lanes and get into administration. And, and when she did that, well, that's when you started to see the needle really <clears throat> move for her. And, uh, you know, from going and spending time at Longwood University to App State and now to George Mason, um, she's a very well-respected figure. And, I mean, to have the opportunity to call her a friend, yeah, that's awesome because this lady has got a ton going for her, and she is going to be a rock star in the Beltway. Do you talk about our guest coming up Friday? Not yet. Okay. Or tomorrow? Not yet. Okay. Figured I would talk about that an hour too. Right. Um, but I, you know, we've we probably need to go to break so that we can get Katie, Katie on because she is on a relatively tight schedule. At hour two, we can break down what's going to be happening with the show. I do want to talk about the press conference today at two, and then at eight forty, our final segment will kind of encapsulate what happened yesterday in high school basketball. Uh, real quick, real quick, I got Trenton Cheryl, 23 points last night, getting closer. 23 points last night. I do want to correct something that was shown in the carolinasportshub.com website. Okay. Okay, it was late last night when the scores started rolling in. Cherryville did not beat East Gaston 73-43. to 
That was backwards. Yeah, yeah. East Gaston won 73-43 over Cherryville. When I woke up this morning and saw that score, I immediately started checking that out. I thought I was the only one dyslexic. Richard, well, Richard, or maybe the, he just this, had a typo. Just It was a typo. Okay. He, he just – and I've done it writing down my stuff when I do show prep, and I have to go back and look at it and realize that I had it upside down. East Gaston won handily last night over Cherryville, 73-43. to Trenton Sherrill with 23 points. We'll talk more about that when we get into that 840 segment a little bit later on in the show. When we come back, Katie Pate from George Mason University joins us on this National Girls and Women in Sports Day on the Rush Hour Morning Show. We'll be right back. Gastonia homeowners, it's time for a fresh start. Are you tired of getting lost on a sea of products? Do you long for expert advice and personalized service? It's time to break up with your big box store and upgrade to Home Outlet. Now open at 1495 East Franklin Boulevard. Say goodbye to limited choices at high prices. Say hello to the largest selection of in-stock kitchens, baths, floors, and more, all at a guaranteed low price. Visit store manager Chris and his experienced team at your 100% employee-owned Home Outlet today or shop online at homeoutlet.com. Where can you find hyperlocal sports talk in Gaston County? Where can you find the best conversation with the movers and shakers of local sports talk? That's right. You find it right here on the Rush Hour Morning Show every Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. on the home of News Talk and Sports. WGNC AM 1450 and 101.1 FM, Gastonia, Charlotte, and streaming online at WGNCRadio.com. It's the Rush Hour Morning Show every Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. Rebels Contracting Services has specialized in the healthcare imaging industry since 1986. Located in Gastonia, Rebels Contracting is now hiring. Rebels offers competitive pay, vacation and holiday pay, 401k and insurance. If you'd like to join the Rebels Contracting team, check us out online at rebelscontracting.com or call 704-864-2000. That's 704-864-2000. Since the beginning of 2023, the Rush Hour Morning Show has become your go-to for hyper-local sports talk. Whether you listen for scores and analysis, compelling conversations, or that bit of fun in the morning, the Rush Hour Morning Show has grown a sizable audience in Gaston County and surrounding areas. Our podcast numbers reflect a robust listenership. This listenership is made up of people searching for your products and services. We would love to tell your company's story. Email us at rushhourwgnc at gmail.com or call 704-689-3820 to find out how your business can tell its story affordably on our Rush Hour Morning Show. That number again, 704-689-3820 or email us rushhourwgnc at gmail.com. The Rush Hour Morning Show, your source for hyper-local sports talk and hyper-local advertising. All right, folks, let's get started. Parents, thanks for coming. As many of you know, I'm Coach Mather. Tonight I want to talk about the season, of which I only have one expectation, that everybody gets stronger. When I say get stronger, I'm not referring solely to physical strength. Sure, we'll be in the weight room, we'll be running stairs, but we're also going to focus on developing mental toughness and grit because those are the characteristics that allow us to achieve greatness both on and off the court. 
So how do we develop those things? By getting comfortable with a challenge, by cultivating the confidence necessary to overcome adversity in all forms. That's why I coach. That's my purpose. Every member of this team can lean on me, and I'll teach them how they can lean on themselves and each other. This message presented by the NCHSAA and the North Carolina Athletic Directors Association. And we're back here on the Rush Hour Morning Show on this Wednesday morning. If Line Five's ready, let's go ahead and welcome the new Senior Associate AD Director of Development at George Mason University in Fairfax, Virginia, Katie Pate, to the Rush Hour Morning Show. KP, good morning. How are you? <laughs> good morning, my friend. How are you? Things are good. Things are good. Not as good as being in Fairfax, Virginia, with a new title as the Senior Associate AD and Director of Development. So catch us up. What brought you to Fairfax? How are things going there? Well, I think you'll appreciate the story, Brian. I, uh, I saw this job posting uh, probably late fall, and I immediately reflected upon my, my somewhat forgettable experiences at George Mason while we were working at Longwood University. I don't know if you remember, we had some game guarantees with men's basketball and had to come over to Fairfax and play those. And, of course, I traveled with then AD Michelle Meadows and – and uh, we journeyed over for those games, and, and the environment was electric. And so I saw the post, and I thought, oh, boy, I bet that would be a great job. Uh, but obviously, we were knee-deep in football at Appalachian State University, and so it was, it was out of sight, out of mind after that. But as you know, uh, search firms and talent acquisition specialists, they know no calendar. <laughs> so... Uh, I guess maybe a month or so after that, I was contacted by RSC and uh, had a chance to to have a conversation with new athletics director Marvin Lewis and uh, be a part of um, just a really exciting trajectory uh, for his vision and certainly for the university and, and where Patriot Nation falls in and around that. So uh, after a, a couple conversations, um, it was clear that my path was uh, to serve at his right hand. So I'm really excited to be here. Well, and, and certainly an opportunity. I mean, if you're a basketball junkie, and we're going to dive into some other sports naturally as it relates to the Patriots, but you're, if you're a basketball junkie, you remember Jim Laranega's run to the Final Four with the Patriots. You remember Tony Skin and all of the memories that were built there. And this was part of the, the lore of the A-10, and this is part of the lore of being in that part of Virginia. I mean, it really is. It's resonated even years past now and has really kind of become a, a real milestone for not just George Mason but the league. I would love for you to talk about what that impact, even years gone by, has had on that school in Fairfax, Virginia. Well, Brian, when I accepted the position, I can't help but liken it to the stories, and you spoke about the lore and the memories um, of of the fans here, even from the App State Michigan angle, the 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 Final Four run, and 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 I'm already calling him Coach L. That's what he goes by. Uh, I'm I'm watching Miami basketball games at this point because I feel like I know the guy. Um, it's it is it's a historical marker 
not just for, for George Mason University, but um, really the story that the A-10 gets to attach to. Um, certainly at that time, George Mason was in the CAA. And it, it, for all intents and purposes, you know, we look back at last year's Final Four and we think about FAU and SDSU and some of these high mid-major programs making deep runs in the tournament. George Mason really was the first to do it. And uh, so, so to, to hear the stories from the stands and what, what these, what these fans experienced uh, in, in that journey. Um, I mean, it'll give you goosebumps every time, but uh, make no bones about it. It uh, it's a history we get to plant our flag in, but we also need to pivot in this new space and uh, capitalize on, on a signature moment uh, and use that to our advantage as we move forward in the industry. Katie Pate here with us on the rush hour morning show. So, Katie, I mean, with this being National Girls and Women in Sports Day, um, one of the reasons that I have you on the show is is pretty much you're you're one of my go-tos. I mean, when you're looking at a success story for women who play in college, get an opportunity to do the coaching thing, to get an opportunity to be in administration, you're one of those people that I always you know, you're, you're part of my instant recall of those success stories of people that have done it well. They play, they coach, they find a lane, maybe even shift into another lane because of the success they had in coaching, and it really creates an opportunity for them to make a life in college athletics. I'm going to ask you to kind of think back to that player out of Hayward, Wisconsin that was playing at Coker College. What would you tell that version of Katie Pate, if Katie Pate at Coker College asked you, hey, what am I going to have to do to get to where you are now? Wow. <laughs> that, that's an amazing question. Um, gosh, you don't stump me often, Brian, but that that's a good one. Um, I, I think... I think it, it, you know, it, it boils down to probably work ethic and, and a willingness to try just about anything. Um, you know, the, the world of college athletics, whether it's on a field or court, or if you've got a whistle in your mouth and you're an official, or if you're in the, the, the front office uh, of an organization or even at the professional sports level, success doesn't land on you. <laughs> and if it does, it's certainly not sustainable. When I think about the people that I've had the opportunity to cross paths with, and I look at their story and I look where they, where they started and where they are now, we don't get to start at the front of the room. Um, the success stories begin in the back. And I think for me, um, it would be, it would be a reminder for someone who, has a bit of a passion for leadership. <laughs> I would have told myself at that time, stay patient, stay humble, and continue to work hard. Your time will come, um, and you won't you won't have to um, you won't have to be so forceful about it. I think um, oftentimes um, we want what we want when we want it, um, and I and I found here kind of in the the second half. I'm closing in on 50, Brian, <laughs> and so I look at that I'm on the backside of my life is the things that have happened certainly within the last probably five to seven years have come completely organically. 
um, without me trying to force my will. And so just, just being authentic to myself and to that work ethic and to those relationships, magic kind of happens. Uh, so, so I would say that that patience and that willingness um, to, uh, to kind of crawl, crawl through, call through the, the rows of people. Uh, to work towards the front of a space um, comes with time and, and patience and certainly um, a whole lot of humility. Katie Pate here with us on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Now, Katie, obviously, with you being the director of development, you've got a, a lane that is that is going to be so critical, so important to, to the lifeblood of George Mason University and Patriots Athletics and, and so on and so forth. However, one of the things, if I know anything about you, Katie Pate, is that you certainly like to invest and give as much of you of yourself as you can to making sure that not only is not only is development going to be done incredibly well at a high level and be immensely successful, but you're going to want to make sure in working alongside of Coach L that so many of the women's sports there in Fairfax, Virginia, really kind of help rise the tide for all sports. So when it comes to sports like volleyball, women's basketball, softball, so on and so forth, what are some of the things that George Mason in particular might be doing, but college athletics as a whole is doing to make sure that these sports are riding the same wave as what we're seeing with college football and men's college basketball? Yeah, absolutely, and 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 so fitting on on this particular day, with National Girls Women in Sport Day, the um, you know it doesn't take long. Uh, my my dear friend Debbie Antonelli, I think, actually coined the term Clarkonomics, um, which of course applies to Caitlin Clark. Um, and and all you have to do is is watch Sports Center for just a couple of minutes, and and you'll see the just extraordinary, almost pinch myself moments uh, with college women's basketball, college volleyball, college softball. We're seeing Nebraska volleyball playing in their football stadium to a sellout crowd. Uh, It is, it is one of the most distinctive times in college women's sports history. If, if not the most short of, short of going back on a history lesson to title nine, the, the, just the access now that that fans of all ages, all genders, all different types of people um, wanting wanting to participate in this is something that even at the mid-major level we we are looking at. I, I look at the attendance numbers in the A10 for women's basketball. Our women's basketball team sits number one in the conference right now. In fact, they play tomorrow. I think tomorrow's Thursday against St. Joe's, who they're tied with for first. We're going to see Vanessa Blair Lewis. Um, put together something that hopefully uh, we can we can get a little something something in a bottle and uh, maybe make something happen in the tournament but it it is 100% the mission of Marvin Lewis's administration and certainly mine to elevate the position of our women's sports programs at Mason and uh, it, and like you said and get on this wave um, 
We've got a softball team that won the A-10 last year. So there's a lot of success happening. A new women's soccer coach, Aaron Fernandez, coming from Florida State, who was part of the staff that won the national championship this year. So it's, it is it is magical for sure. And uh, certainly I'm excited to be a part of it. And you know I've got some tricks up my sleeves um, in, in terms of launching some initiatives and, and things. I just can't do it right now. I need a little time. But uh, we're, we're going to do some, some wonderful things for our women here at George Mason. Here's one of the things, and this is the last question I'm going to ask you. Here's, here's one of the things that I truly appreciate about you in particular. You have the business acumen. You've been in this industry for quite a bit now and certainly have had great success. But all you have to do is listen to you speak about college sports, and there's no question there is a, a big, big fan inside of all this talk about development and so on and so forth. How important is it to maintain a measure of fandom in your work, and how important is it for you to make sure that Katie Pate remains a fan, regardless of where she is and what her role is? Yeah, that's, you know, that's the, um, I don't know, I guess it's my calling card, Brian, and, and on the fundraising side, it's been really interesting the last few years and, and certainly on the tail end of you and I working together at Long because I still have the videos and I still have those moments during COVID where you and I found our fandom, believe me, those up. But um, it, it is, it's my entry point to all of my relationships. Um, I, I give myself permission to um, to let the constituents I work with know who I am, that you you will see me cheer at games. Um, in fact, I went to uh, I went to our men's basketball game at Richmond, by the way, a wonderful venue there, wonderful fans and people and a very good basketball team. Um, and I, I I had to tell myself to sit down. I, I got a little bit enraptured with the officials and I, I had to remind myself I was there for work, <laughs> not something else. And so it's um it, it definitely is who I am, but I also think it's that immediate connection point, um, certainly with donors to say, I'm right there with you. I feel the same way you do. Let's build something together because I want us to be great. So um, it, I have found that part of my personality um, to be really advantageous, frankly, uh, when, when connecting with people who are passionate about something uh, and I'm passionate about the same thing. Well, on this National Girls and Women in Sports Day, I want to thank you for spending some time with us this morning. I'm not going to divulge the number, and I'm not going to divulge the date, but you've got a birthday coming up soon, so I wish you a very happy birthday when that occurs. Enjoy all the things that the Beltway has to offer. Enjoy George Mason, because I'm sure it's got to be a blast being up there in the midst of the A-10 Katie Pate, thank you for joining us this morning. We will be in touch with you soon. Hopefully, we can get a recap of what this year finished up like for you a little bit later on in the summertime. You, you know it. I'm, I'm all about it. It's great to talk with you, my friend. All right. Take care of yourself. We'll catch up with you soon. We are done almost with our one here on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Corky Franks, again, I, very few people... I would want to have on this show if we're going to celebrate something like National Girls and Women in Sports Day. I mean, we're girl dads, so we understand the importance. If I had a kid that wanted to be in college athletics, make that her vocation, 
Dad, I need somebody to talk to. I need a, I need a mentor. What do you think I'm over here thinking? There you go. <laughs> Absolutely. I've been sitting over here for 15 minutes thinking the same thing. I'm like, hey, I, I, need, to, I need to email coach and uh, see if Brittany can get in touch with her. Well, for nothing more but advice well, and mentorship. And one of the things that she's really good at, and, and if you know anything about me, when, when I was involved in a college athletics administration, I, I do things in a very unconventional sense. She was one of the people that really embraced that about me. Out of and, the box. And, and really allowed me to run with it, to where a lot of folks want to stay very segmented. They want to stay in the box. Safe. Safe. She was like, no, let's – Give it a shot, Let, dude. Let's, let's, see, let's see if there's some life to this. And especially in COVID. If, you, if COVID did anything, it's pushed those boundaries of safety because now you're having to find things to energize fan bases about when they can't even be there. Yeah. So now you've got to try to encourage people to, hey, Get caught up as a fan in the game while you're watching it from a couple hundred miles away because you're getting nowhere near this arena. Right. That was very difficult. Probably one of the most difficult things that I had to work on was a worldwide pandemic and how to bring about college athletics to folks. Katie Pate was instrumental, along with Michelle Meadows at Longwood, at helping us really think out of the box and come up with some really, as, as I said, unconventional things to do to kind of push that branding, and I'm really glad that I had an opportunity to do that, and I'm really glad that I had an opportunity for quite a bit of time to, to work with Katie and and to see her success kind of tells that story all its own. Yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to work on a project or something with her. She, she'd give you freedom, wouldn't she? Well, and, and energy. Yeah, like she's a fan first. Okay, she really truly is. She is all about the Patriots. When she's there, she dives in. So she's all about the green and gold up at George Mason. We're done with hour one. When we come back, we're going to cover a number of things. We're going to tell you what's happening tomorrow and Friday on the show. We're also going to talk about the press conference coming up at Caramont Health Park today at 2 o'clock. All that lead up to the 820 conversation with, with Betsy Eatman that we'll have on this National Girls and Women in Sports Day coming up on the Rush Hour Morning Show. We'll be right back. We thank you for tuning in to this Rush Hour Morning Show podcast. Don't forget, folks, we jam three hours of content into two hours every single day, Monday through Friday, from 7 to 9 a.m. On the Rush Hour Morning Show, WGNC AM 1450, 101.1 FM, streaming online at WGNCRadio.com. Until we're back with you again for the next Rush Hour Morning Show podcast, thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next time.